Good morning, it's Carly and Seamus right across far north Queensland. And we are checking back in with Amelia Adams, Channel 9 journalist who is live on the ground in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Amelia. Yeah, good morning, guys. I'm just um, actually at a a really nice peaceful protest march, which has ended up at the Capitol building, um, where protesters are... They're chanting and they're asking the authorities here to to kneel with them and take a knee for George Floyd. There's a strong police line and they're not kneeling, uh, which is causing a little bit of tension. I'm just watching at the moment. But look, things are uh, peaceful for the most part, which is really nice to be able to uh, report after the scenes that you may have seen on 90s last night. Uh, when the situation escalated really quickly from this sort of peaceful scene to uh, protesters, or I, I really, I'll call them rioters, because that's mm. what they are, the sort of the dark element here, which um, taunted authorities and fired things up a bit, and, and that's when the police retaliated with their tear gas and their rubber bullets, and the streets were like just fireworks and flashbangs everywhere, and before we knew it, people were ripping down flags and setting buildings on fire, and it was just a very... Very scary situation indeed, and very sad because this is a mm. you know it's a beautiful historic city, and to see it on fire, you know, right on the president's doorstep was really, really something else. The reports yesterday that uh, things escalated to such a level that um, Donald Trump actually had to go down to the bunker of the White House, and a lot of people are very angry that instead of addressing the people, he seems to have kind of avoided the situation. Have you heard? Anything out of the White House this today? Amelia, are you there? Hey, Amelia. Sorry, guys, I'm in a bit of a uh, sticky situation. Have you got me now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah got I hope you're all right. Uh, we're, we're moving. No, I'm fine. We're moving as this process sort of uh, um, moves as well. We have heard from the president, as I was saying. Um, he has hosted a phone conference with governors. Now, usually that would be televised. The White House would have cameras there. He was not on camera today. Um, no cameras allowed, but I have listened to the audio and he really was urging uh, a crackdown from governors, calling on them to dominate the streets and roll out the National Guard and not show uh, a weakness to the rioters. And that's angered a lot of the governors uh, and a lot of the protesters as well because the tone of it, um, you know, it's feared could really escalate things here. Um, a lot of people think the president is being cowardly by not publicly addressing his nation yeah. after the scenes that we've seen. Um, they'd like to hear from him. He sent his press secretary to answer reporters' questions. She was, not surprisingly, defending him um, and saying that he's, you know, briefing generals and, and taking action every minute of the day and he's very concerned. And he's, he's very much talking tough um, in terms of cracking down on the very dangerous criminal element, which I think no one would disagree with. Um, the problem is, I think, the peaceful protesters, which is the bulk of this movement across America, um, they need leadership. They need they need authorities to listen and say, you know what, we hear you and the system is broken and we need to change. Let's start working that out. And they're not getting that from their president. And I don't think from his language and tone they can expect to. Amelia, can you tell us what, what's going on in the background there? There's a lot of noise. Yeah, so we're just at the Capitol building now and... Uh, protesters are, are, are chanting Black Lives Matter. They're, every now and then it's hands up, don't shoot, hands up, don't shoot, and then kneel with us, kneel with us. Um, they're basically just standing on a right on the line with this bigger line of authorities and police chanting in their faces, just 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 wanting to be heard, wanting them to read their, their signs. And I think they'd like to see what we have seen in some parts of the country, which is 
12 police forces taking the knee and kneeling with the protesters, all marching in some cases with the protesters. And those moments have been very powerful. And in fact, I witnessed one of those moments on the march up here. We walked past Trump's International Hotel in DC, which is quite a famous building. And it was, as you might expect, heavily protected um, by uh, police. And as these protesters chanted, take the knee, take the knee, one African-American officer knelt on the ground with all the protesters. And it's hard to explain um, how powerful that is because they just want to be heard and they just want some acknowledgement that things aren't okay and that, um, you know, they want to work with authorities and, and hear that they're being they're being listened to and that, that change is possible and they're not, not getting any of that right now where we are. And the concern is that as we move back to the White House, uh, we'll see a repeat of yesterday's um, pattern, which is the tension on the line with police, protesters jumping barricades, hurling things, police firing back. And then, uh, you know, and then the, the rioters can say, oh, well, look, they're attacking us. It's police brutality. That's why we're here. So it's a very tricky balance. What a what a powerful scene to witness, Amelia. And you're right, at the core of all of this, there is just such a strong message being sent. And unfortunately, it's being a little bit blurred at the moment. But thank you for you, yeah. your reporting on this important issue. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you.